In all things, you will have an abundance for every good work. So when you give this way, with the right spirit, with the right expectation, you know God will give you grace. And then number eight, give with a desire to give again. That you always have in all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. Now this is the kind of attitude we have when we give. So at times people, they give... And now I've given. So you know what? That's it. I, I don't need any more hassle. I've done my bit. That is not the right spirit. Give with the attitude, I'm looking to give again. Because when you have that spirit, you become a channel through which God can funnel his wealth. But if you give, I've given. I've done it. I've done my bit. I've done my bit. How many of you have done your bit before? Done my bit. I don't know why the thing is messed up. Me, I did my bit. (laughs) 
I don't know. I don't know what. I mean, hey, me. I was when I was in charge of the worship team. It was really the worship team was brilliant, by the way. So I'm just be, be, let's just be clear. But when I was in charge of the worship team, it was really good. I don't know why. It's not me, I've done my bit. I don't want to do worship anymore. I don't. I done my bit. Don't want to do. It. I don't want to do it anymore. I've done my bit. I used to lead a cell. I've done my bit. I did the three years. I've done my bit. So when you give like that, you're not going to be blessed. You want to enjoy the blessing. All right, quickly, let's talk about the wrong kind of giving. We've taught this in the past, but it's worth repeating. So the wrong kind of giving is giving out of duress. In other words, you're being forced to give. Paul said to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians 9 verse 5, he says, therefore, I thought it necessary to exhort the brethren to go to you ahead of time and prepare your generous gift which you had previously promised, that it may be ready as a matter of generosity and not as a grudging obligation. So what he's saying to the Corinthian churches, I've sent these brothers ahead because I want to make sure that when you give it, you wanted to do it, not that you had to do it. It's so important that our giving must never be forced. Say to your neighbor, don't be forced to give. Whenever you, you are forced to give in whatever context, you know what happens afterwards? Resentment. You're resentful. So you're not blessed. And the person might have enjoyed the food, but you're, you're upset you cooked it for them. <clears throat> move on quickly. Husband and wife, move on quickly. Number two, giving out of what you don't have. We've already touched on this. Giving out of what you don't have is actually not a blessing. It's, not, it's actually stupidity. It's foolishness. I want to be very clear. In this church, we do not believe that you should borrow in order to give. You won't be blessed. We will take the money, of course, because we, we don't know what's happening. So the church will take the money. Say, wow, it's amazing. The account is really swelling. The church income is increasing, but you borrowed. No, don't do that. Don't go anywhere. I've, I've, I've even heard of situations where people have been told, even if you have to borrow, and I'm not saying it's Americans who do this, even after, if you have to borrow, God will bless you. They're a liar. There is no blessing there. Third thing, give, giving from, a, from wrong motivations is not blessed. Sometimes people give in order to impress people. In fact, that's the next one I was going to touch on. Or sometimes people give in order to deceive people. Look at Proverbs 15 verse 8. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord. But the prayer of the upright is his delight. If you give from a wrong motive, God doesn't receive it. And number four, giving in order to impress. Now, I have done this before. Have you? Where you give to impress. I'm not just talking about money. Maybe you pray to impress. How many of you have prayed to impress before? I'm a master at that. I've done that many times. It's very easy to do that as a pastor. Gracious Heavenly Father. It's very easy. How many of you give to impress? You've done that before. Hey! This side, I don't know what's happened to you. <laughs> Look at what our Lord says in Matthew 6. 1. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Don't give to help people in order for people to see you. 
Otherwise, you have no reward from your father. Number five, giving what one does not place value on. In other words, the thing that you are giving, you yourself, you don't like it. <laughs> In Malachi chapter 1 verse 8. Look at what the prophet said, God said through the prophet. And when you offer the blind as a sacrifice, is it not evil? In other words, they bring blind animals to give to God. They don't want it. And when you offer the lame and sick, is it not evil? Offer it then to your governor. Would he be pleased with you? Would he accept you favorably, says the Lord of hosts. So look at the offering you give to your workplace versus the offering you give to the house of God. And ask yourself, are you giving God the same level of offering? The offering you give to your wage slip, your boss, your wage slip. Are you still here? The way you offer yourself on a Monday morning to your boss. The way you offer yourself throughout the week. Is that the same level you offer to God on a Sunday? I am asking a question. I am asking a question. You are looking at me. I've asked you a question. Is it yes or no? It's a, it's a simple yes or no. Which one? This side. Yes or no? You're not going to answer. Release their mouth. Yes or no? <laughs> the, look, he says, when you offer the blind as a sacrifice, is it not evil? Is it not evil? Is it not evil? Hey, you are determined not to speak. When you offer the lame and sick, is it not evil? All right. Offer it to your governor. Who's your governor today? It ain't me. I'm not your governor. Your boss. How many of you work? You paid employment. Let me see. Or your own boss. Let me see. You work. You work. Let me see. You are determined. By the way, if you don't respond, you are saying something. No, no, no I'm joking. So, think about how you offer yourself to your work. And then think about how you offer yourself to God. For me, I am very scared that I don't give God second best. And sometimes I've given God second best. Have you done that? Yeah. But God doesn't like it. So, giving what one does not place value on. We'll stop there. I bring this to a conclusion. So this concludes my teaching on the principles of giving. And I want to pray and bless you and ask the Lord to empower you with the right spirit to give. The right attitude to give. Whether it's of your wealth, of your time, of your influence, of your resource, of your ability. So those of you that are saying to the Lord, yes. You've received the word, now you imbue the spirit of it. And by the way, David's interpretation of his dream is very powerful. It's the truth. So, like he was saying, that, that water, as he was standing in the water. And by the way, that also says something about you. So that message is for you, but it's also for us. In that now, in how you've been serving the Lord, you're ready. Any day, any time. If he calls you, you're ready. That's wonderful testimony. But the interpretation was absolutely right. When you stand in God's word, whatever is coming has no power over your life. So we've been talking about giving. Those of you that want this grace released over you, why don't you stand right now?
And as you stand, raise your hands to the Lord and begin to worship him and thank him for the grace of giving. I believe by faith that the heavens are open over us right now. So let's just lift our hands and let's thank him for the grace of giving. Father, we want to thank you. We want to say yes to you. Come and open your mouth. Lift up your two hands. Receive that grace upon your life. Father, we thank you for the grace of giving. We thank you for the wisdom to give. We thank you for the ability to give. We thank you that you have blessed us as a people. You have strengthened us as a people. Lord, I speak a release over your people right now as we have heard your word let us live in the good of your word let your word bring forth much fruit in our lives in jesus mighty name amen the lord bless you you may be seated thank you